What's up, Dose of Awakening family? It's your girl, Tiara Latrice, and I'm back with another podcast episode. If you guys are watching this on YouTube or on Facebook, please do me a favor, share, like, and subscribe. For those of you that are watching this broadcast, make sure you guys are subscribing on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So let me give a shout out to everybody that has come to listen to the live recording. Shout out to Rare and Iconic LLC. Shout out to my girl, Respectfully, from Moni. Thank y'all so much for joining me this evening, and I appreciate y'all being here with me. Let's see. Um, tonight's episode is actually called Season of Duality. Where does your energy lie? Um, salute, D Goddess. How are you? Strong and good to see you. Good to see you. Y'all, today's actually going to be a combination episode because I want to be open and transparent about not only this particular topic, but also about where I've been. Because some of you are like, yo, like you haven't really been active like that. Like, like you've been online, but you haven't been online. Like what's been going on? And I think today we're just going to have a transparent conversation about everything because I'm one person that says that I'm very much open to sharing my story with y'all. And today we're going to do both at the same time. Shout out to my girl, Delilah. Thank you, girl. Appreciate you. So y'all, let's really talk about duality. Okay. I don't know if many of you have ever heard this term before, or if you even know what this entails, but this is basically in simplistic form, a conversation about, you know, not only just good versus evil, but dark versus light, you know, what side it is that you choose to be on. Now, for those of you that are spiritually inclined and have been following the seasons, okay, as a matter of fact, you know, shout out to the fact that um, summer solstice is here, okay, but for many of you know, we were just in the season of Gemini, okay. So shout out to all the people that had, you know, birthdays in Gemini, your anniversary was in Gemini, you graduated, whatever you did during Gemini season, okay? Now, some people think, you know, the term Gemini means that people are two-faced. I personally don't frankly believe that to be true because there's plenty of Geminis that I know that are not necessarily what you would call two-faced. But they do have this thing where, you know, it's either going to go this way or it's going to go that way. But I also noticed it's the same thing for even Libras. You know, the Libra scale, you're going to be up or you're going to be on the downside. You know what I'm saying? Or the scales are going to be balanced. You know what I'm saying? But anytime you enter a season of duality, there are some conscious choices that you are making. Okay. Shout out to my girl, Karma. Good to see you. Yes, it's a very challenging topic. Okay. Girl, and forget the fact that it's a challenging topic. It's a challenging circumstance to be in. When you are in the state of duality, okay child let me tell you there are a lot of challenges there are a lot of things that come with that and it's a real test of your faith to be completely honest with you like honestly i have to say that you know for me in this particular season it has been extremely challenging okay and it's been for like a a different you know different assortment of reasons and we're gonna break down a lot of what was the biggest part of duality you know for me because it was indeed 
a challenge it was a test of knowing what direction you're gonna go and like even when you have adversities or when you have challenges like you still have to make an option you still have to make a choice okay and a lot of people are choosing to make choices that are not only beneficial for their overall development that are beneficial to what their goals and their dreams and aspirations are but there are decisions that are made in regards to where you are going to align even mentally you know what I'm saying? Let me repeat that. There are even choices you have to make in regards to who you are and what you plan to do mentally. Okay. So let's get into the definition of duality. Okay. It's an instance of opposition or contrast between two concepts or two aspects of something dualism. Okay. Meaning two things can happen at the same time. One thing can be completely correct. Something can be incorrect. Something can be completely good. Something can be completely bad. And oftentimes it also depends on you know, where it is you're trying to go in this journey. I mean, let's be very clear. We can even deal as far back as talking about even certain religions that we acknowledge. Like if you were a person like me that was raised, you know, a Christian, you know, and then when you get into this space where, you know, you realize that maybe you don't so much align as that, you more so align in the sense of being spiritual and knowing the divinity that you carry and the energy that you carry. Salute to my girl, Blended Healing. How are you? I'm glad to see you. Like, it just gets down to a point where, you know, you, you make certain choices and decisions that are going to be ultimately towards your betterment and your alignment and what it is that you're trying to convey in regards to your story. Like, for example, I grew up as a Christian. I got baptized when I was five years old. Okay. Now, I don't know if any of you know, at five years old, you really understood for those of you that are, that are baptized, what that really entailed and what that really referenced. But I can tell you that um, when I got baptized, the understanding that I had was that, you know, you were going to be cleansed from sin, that you were going to be one with God, that you were going to be completely clean. You're going to be brand new, even though you're a kid and you really haven't even lived life yet. But you're brought into this concept that even when you're born into this world, that you are automatically created through, you know, the energy of sin, that we're all sinners who are probably going to sin again. Lord, forgive me for the things I don't understand. Right. But then when I got to the point where, you know, I got older and I started to be able to, you know, analyze things from a different perspective, it didn't require me to knock down anybody's personal religion because at some point I became exposed to all of it. I became exposed to Christianity. I became exposed to Muslim. I have an uncle who's a Muslim. Okay. He's been a devout Muslim, even though he grew up in a Christian house. As a matter of fact, let me, let me break this down for y'all. My uncle, on my mom's side is a Muslim, but his father, my grandfather was a whole reverend. How you grow up in a house with a whole reverend and end up being a Muslim? Hey, you like it, I love it, okay? I still just, they didn't understand how, you know, that ended up being, you know, accepted, but it ended up being something that worked for him, okay? And the love of devotion that he has to that faith, I'm not taking nothing away from it because guess what? His devotion to his faith and his belief has allowed him to open certain doors for himself. He's been able to really be devout and learn the Quran and know the laws and, you know, how to live your life. You know, no eating, no, no eating certain things like pork and, you know, even seafood, you know, not drinking liquor. Now, let me be real. Now, Uncle, I ain't trying to snitch you out now, but you know, you sip Hennessy. You know, you gave me some anyway. But yeah, but ultimately he is a very grounded person and, you know, he takes very good care of himself, but he is a Muslim. And guess what? My uncle knows that, you know, I don't 
don't really identify so much with, you know, Christianity anymore because of how life has taken me and the things that I've endured and the things that I've been through. And that's also been a huge component of my healing. You know what I'm saying? So my healing journey has very much been a battle in duality. You know what I'm saying? Because you're wrestling with the old concepts and the old way of doing things. And now you're evolving and you're changing and you're growing into this new perspective of doing things. And you know, you're, you're still trying to shake off the energy from previous judgments. You know what I'm saying? Like the things they told you were bad for you. The things they say, like, oh, you shouldn't like candles. Candles ain't never hurt nobody. Candles have never did nothing to me. And I mean, unless you don't know how to, you know, light them correctly, you'll be doing the wrong thing. But me, for me, candles are very relaxed. And I like scented candles. Like, I just, these are things that bring me calm. Okay. Or, you know, oh, don't like sage. Meanwhile, you go to the very Bible that you, you know, you throw on people's face. And a lot of the things that we do in, you know, the spiritual practice, we end up doing those very things that, that are, that are in the book. Don't use crystals. Crystals are in the Bible. Don't use incense. Incense in the in the Bible. Hell, what did they give Jesus when he was born? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But then you want to tell me like there's certain things that I I should like you just shouldn't do it. And it's like, but the book, the word said that these things happen. These these things occurred. You know what I'm saying? And let's not get into even the environments that we put ourselves in. You know what I'm saying? Like for example. A lot of you have been in places and spaces that you didn't even realize were a conflict of interest for you, not only in the physical sense, but also in the spiritual sense. You have communed and dined with people and had conversations with people that were the complete opposite of where you were supposed to be in your journey, in your alignment. And that's okay. Hold on. Let me read. You said even dog saliva is haram and ism but i know a few mothers that have dogs and drink alcohol not <laughs> yeah yep yeah, yeah I, I, I snitched him out girl I, i'm sorry he know he probably listening he and his car probably listening right now <laughs> okay but let's be clear like there are just certain things you knew you weren't supposed to engage and there were certain actions you knew you weren't supposed to do and this is why when every time i have a conversation with y'all and i do this podcast i always let y'all know i am not talking to y'all from a place of i think i know everything i'm not talking to y'all from a place of perfection like i haven't made mistakes that i don't have flaws that i haven't you know had to do some real serious work to get myself back into this level of understanding and perception and how i want to live my life but duality is a very difficult thing to deal with okay and the sooner you realize what duality is the better off you will be okay now let me break this down to y'all real quick because i want to elaborate more on this so even in duality you have to deal with it also being you know you can even compare it to that of a line of symmetry you know things going straight down the middle okay um theories perceptions you know anything along those lines okay and even and let me tell you something your duality is really challenged when you go through challenges like that's when your endurance and your strength to deal with duality is really really tested okay but the sooner you recognize what makes up the um the chemical makeup or shall i say what makes up the steps to your levels of duality the sooner rather than later you will realize just how much impact you have in choosing your path while dealing with duality See, that's something that many of us were not taught when we were growing up. We weren't taught this when we were kids. But everybody has a decision to make and a side to choose. 
okay and that can be from the most simplest thing as figuring out what you're going to eat for dinner tonight like yeah you could eat the double cheeseburger and the french fries but is that gonna help you if you already have you know health problems if you're trying to watch your weight if you're trying to make you know sound healthy decisions for yourself like no you might want to have something that has a little bit more nutrients like extra vegetables and making sure that you're taking care of your not only your spiritual self but your physical self like even that is in regards to you know the whole understanding of duality okay knowing what it is that you want for yourself in the long run okay then you get to even self-duality you have to realize do you want to be the person that you were prior to this day or are you walking in a path of choosing a different level of understanding are you growing into this newness that you are choosing for yourself which is why we we're just leaving the season of what they call you know the whole gemini a lot of people sat down and did this serious soul search and asked themselves what is it that they wanted when they came out of this season what is it that they wanted when they, you know, manifested? What is it that they saw for themselves when they were walking in these spaces, when they were, you know, going through these trials and tribulations? Like, what is it that you want? What is it that you are trying to achieve? What is it that, you, like, even if you can't put it in the physical sense, if you can't even reach out and touch it, what is it exactly that you want to see align for you? in this moment in time, in this day and age. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you have symbols of duality, okay? You got the scales, you've got the Gemini, you've got the yin, yin and the yang, okay? Like there's always been symbolisms of duality, okay? Like yin, like for example, yin and yang symbol, right? The yin is supposed to be, you know, passive, cold, death, winter, female, night, even moon, water. While yang's supposed to be active, hot, life, summer, male, day, odd, sun, fire. Everything you do, everything you step foot in, everything you look at, not only involves a feeling and an emotion, it also entails an element. Like some of you might be an earth element. Some of you might be a fire element. Some of y'all might be an air element. Some of y'all might be water. Some of y'all deal better and collide and interact more with other elements more than others. It really just depends on who you are and what it is that you're looking for. But by no means do you get to sit back and say that it's all smoke and mirrors because you have to be willing to do the work to figure out what it is and what side it is you want to be on. Who are you? What makes you who you are? How did you get here? And now that you are here, what is it exactly that you are trying to embark on? And this doesn't have to be a set goal. Mm -mm. This doesn't have to be a list of goals. This can simply be you saying, you know, tomorrow morning, I think I'm going to just open up the windows and let some sunshine in. Or instead of taking a cab, I'm going to take the train and walk the rest of the way to work. Or instead of eating that slice of pizza, I'm going to eat a salad. Or instead of drinking that soda pop, I'm going to drink me some herbal tea and some water, maybe some alkaline water. I don't know. Maybe you'll eat more fresh fruits. But whatever it is, it's going to make it to where you can truly acknowledge what side it is that you want to be on. Do that. But then it gets deeper now. See, that's the simple part. You know, just dealing with simple life choices and decisions. See, now we're about to get to the, to the real deep, deep, deep part of what duality entails. And let me tell you, okay? When I tell you this is about to dig real deep and this is about to get extremely real, I want to let you know now that a good majority of what you may have thought up until this point, I'm about to completely shatter and destroy it. Sorry, not sorry, but I, I have no choice but to do it. Okay. 
So let me read this to y'all real quick, okay? So this is from acc.com, okay? Duality presents a challenge to effective leadership. Did you know that? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Hello, my girl, Julia's Denture Journey. Yes! Okay, dualistic thinking assumes a universe where there are only two contrasting, mutually exclusive choices or realities. This thinking is either or bad, good, negative, positive, and has a powerful effect on our belief system and actions. Duality blocks our progress. The more we can break through this, the sooner we are on our way to nurturing greater conscience and success in the workplace and in our lives. Here are some tips on how to break through dualistic thinking and explore new solutions. Now, here's the thing. Some of y'all sitting here right now going to say, well, well, why do we want to break through duality if we're supposed to choose this side? Well, hold on. Pump your brakes. Skirt. Wait a minute. You see, the idea, the starting point of understanding duality is simply knowing who you are, what you are, when you got to this point, where are you trying to go? Why did you start? And how are you going to facilitate? Okay, how are you going to get this done? Okay, you have to start at the point of being at one side of the spectrum in order for it all to meet fully in the middle because actually, PSA, whether y'all know this or not, it's all connected. It's all connected, right? So sometimes in some instances, the only way to make it reconnect and realign is if we take the, what we call the, the, the solo journey. And the solo journey doesn't mean you got to lock yourself away from society and from people. Like it just means you got to sit back and, and really think about like, what is it that's going to make you be the best that you can possibly be? How are you going to carry through and carry on and make something stick for yourself in regards to how you want to live, how you want to connect with yourself? Because ultimately you can't really connect with anybody else until you are willing to sit there and connect with you like i could sit here and tell y'all this all day but if i wasn't sitting here actually doing this work introspectively i was i would be really crazy to come up here and tell y'all this okay and i'm not telling you this because it's easy i'm not telling you this because it's something that's just going to be you know a quick solve to life no you're going to be tested while you're doing this. Do you not understand that? You're going to be tested when you are even in the space of duality and trying to come out of it. Because coming out of it and doing those things that you need to do in order to get where you're trying to go is the hardest thing that you can do. Because guess what? And I said this the other day. When you are trying your hardest to stay on a positive path, when you are trying to really work on not only emotional, but also physical healing, that is when you are tried the most. As a matter of fact, that is when you will get to know who really got your back, who really wants to see you win, who really wants to empower you and encourage you. And sometimes God will do this thing where you may not even realize who is going to swoop in and be that stepping stone, who's going to be that silver lining amongst the gray cloud, but he's going to put you exactly where he needs you to be when he's ready for you to get there. Your angels and your ancestors are going to help facilitate this because they're going to do something powerful to enable your energy to be able to receive people that are on the same thought process and awareness as you or even if it's a thing where you're being put with people that are going to help you embark on the journey of finding out who and what you really are it's called divine timing 
And speaking of divine time, and, bef and before we get here, yes, my girl, Blenda Healing, salute to you, um, Brown Sugar. Hello, amazingly beautiful. Salute to you, Miss Parker. Hello, y'all. I'm so glad y'all are here. Because listen, I I'm, about to, I'm about to really dig deep. Okay? Because where we are discussing this particular topic right now is going to lead to me telling y'all the truth about my experience last Monday. And I should have probably discussed this sooner, but I don't question divine timing. I don't question when I'm supposed to do things or when God wants me to express certain things. I feel like everything has its place and everything has its time. And I'll be damned. And I'm sorry, I'm about to get a little, a little, you know, I'm about to go somewhere. Um, I'll be damned if I let any of you motherfuckers tell my story for me. You heard me. I will not let any of y'all and not the people that love me. I ain't talking about y'all. Like y'all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ops, the people that think they know everything, the people that think they're going to pass assumptions along the way, that think they're going to put a storyline on me that don't belong to me or, you know, an occurrence. Hell fucking no. I'm going to tell y'all the truth. So let me turn down this music and really get to talking, okay? Because we're talking about duality, okay? And duality can even exist in spaces when you are dealing with health issues. You see, let me break this down to y'all, okay? Let me explain something. I have been in spaces where, uh, you know, I've come on my platforms. And y'all would never know jack shit of what I'm dealing with, Okay? I have put on the bravest face. I've given y'all the biggest laughs and giggles. I have made y'all smile. I have brought y'all understanding. I have taught you lessons that I could have learned. And I only did it for the following reason. One, I know for a fact that um, when you do good, good comes back to you. I know that when you try to be a force to enable and empower people, it brings you to this level of knowing that people are going to receive that understanding and people in turn will pay it forward, even when you're not looking for it. But y'all would have no idea what I was dealing with privately that we are now going to discuss publicly. So let me explain to y'all what happened. <laughs> and some of you knew what was happening because I already had put you on to what was going on. And again, I want to thank every single person that knew what was happening with me. And you did not tell anyone. You allowed me to have my privacy. You allowed me to have my seven days of just nurturing self and healing and getting myself together so that I could come back on here and do what I do. But you also, in addition to my family being here for me, Y'all also were in a space where you checked on me, you called me, you texted me and asked me, you know, imp very important questions. Oh, and shout out to my doctors and my nurses who checked on me and made sure I was okay too. So let's get straight to the ballpark. Last, uh, last Monday on June 12th at exactly 12.02 PM, I had surgery. Okay. I had surgery last Monday. What did I have surgery on? Well, guess what? It wasn't a BBL. I didn't get any lipo. I didn't get any plastic surgery. None of that. None of that was going on. So PSA, breaking news, if you were told any of those theories, I'm sorry to tell you, you were dangerously lied to, okay? I was supposed to have this surgery in March, okay? But um, we had a weather alert here in New York that um, prevented that from happening and it had to be rescheduled to that of June 12th, okay? 
This surgery indeed revolved around me having to have my tubes removed. Let me repeat that. I had to have my tubes completely removed. Okay. And this had to be done because um, I have long time suffered from hormonal issues. If you are a woman listening to this, you are definitely going to be able to relate to this because many of us have dealt with um, infertility issues, hormonal issues, like you you name it, I've probably been through it, took the pills, saw the doctor. But you know, for years, you know, I was told that it would, could be this problem, it could be that problem, it, it could be anything. But um, apparently I finally got a good set of doctors that um, did the work, took a chance and wanted to help me solve my problem. And last Monday, the beginning steps to getting that done happened. Now, please keep in mind, duality is very important because um, as you all know, when you're about to go through any kind of surgery, not only are you preparing for this physically, but you are preparing for this spiritually as well. And I spent a great deal of time, you know, making some personal decisions. There were some habits that I had to cut out. And Lord, and, and let me tell you something, it was very difficult. I love me a nice little glass of wine. I like me a puff, puff, no pass, repent, okay? I like to do that. But you have to make certain decisions. And I really, you know, focus more so on my mental because in addition to me focusing on what this meant for me in the physical sense, I also had to realize that this was the ending of something. Okay. This means that I can no longer, I am no longer in the state and ability to naturally conceive children. And I am only 33 years old. Okay. So accepting that reality, even though that was already a reality for me, I was already told like, hey, it's not a good idea for you to even try to, you know, even try to conceive or anything like that. It's now, you know, the solidified ending. Okay. Now I could have been mad at the world and said, it's not fucking fair. You know, why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? And and, and, and let's be very clear. Okay. There's a lot of people in the world that don't like my black ass. So some people are probably, aha. Well, joke's on you because, see, I, I'm actually not upset about how this ended up for me. And I'm going to explain why. Because this is the miracle that happened in this procedure needing to take place. Let me shout out my girl, Miss Tony King. Thank you for coming here. I appreciate you. I am going to take it easy. I promise. I'm, I promise y'all I'm being, I'm being taken care of. Okay. I'm eating right. Okay. I'm drinking water. You know, I'm doing the right stuff. Hell, tonight I even had a really nice bowl of ramen. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing the work. I'm taking my vitamins. When I need a Motrin, I'm taking a Motrin. Okay, I got some herbs in my cabinet. As a matter of fact, Miss Blended Healing, if you are here, I really want to give you a shout out because you gave me some amazing holistic tips that I needed. And I appreciate you to the core for even giving me those tips because the some of the, the stuff that you told me to get, it's in the cabinet. Amazon dropped it off. It's in the cabinet. And I'm going to get busy as soon as I get off of here. Okay. Okay. Now, here's what happened, y'all. Now, I'm going to explain to you what happens when you make certain choices. Okay. Because see, when I went into the knowledge of knowing that I was going to have this surgery, I knew that this surgery was not only physical, it was also spiritual. Okay. I knew that me getting on this operating table was not just going to be them removing something from me. I knew that this was also going to be a thing where God, my angels and my ancestors were going to be surrounding me and they was going to be working on me too. You see, let me tell you something. I've had a few surgeries in my life. Okay. Um, I've had eye surgery when I was six. 
Um, unfortunately, I've had some, you know, pregnancies that didn't come to full term. And um, I've also had, but I've had a cesarean with my son. Okay. So I've had some procedures. Okay. But this surgery was different for me. Like this is the most different surgery that I've had in my life. Okay. D very different. So in the midst of them preparing me, I get to the hospital Monday morning. Okay. I already had did my meditation the night before. I'm like, you know, like, please, you know, let me be protected. Let me come out on the other this and be okay. Okay. Like, let me make sure that I'm all right. Like, I just, I just want to make it home to my fam. I just want to make it home to people who love me. I just want to be able to, to be at home and get me some sleep and eat food again. Okay. I want to, you know, work on my goals and my dreams. Like that, that was really my prayer. I'm like, you know, I'm not asking for a lot. Okay. Like I was even at the point where I don't care if they had to take every single portion of my reproductive organs. If, like, just, just let me make it through to the other side. Just let me make it out. Okay. Let me wake up. Let me be okay. So I get to the hospital. Right. Now, let me tell you something. I want to give a shout out to New York Presbyterian because these people treated me with the level of respect that I did not expect. They treated me like I was a, they, like I was royalty. Okay. They already had my room set up. They had all the stuff I needed laid out on the bed. They um, had my TV set up for me. You know, everything was where it needed to be. Okay. So as soon as I get there, the nurse is literally waiting for me by the reception desk. Okay. Like she's literally waiting for me. And she's like, Tiara. I'm like, hey girl, good morning. And she's like, are you? So she grabs me by the arm. She walks me to my room. Now, for those of y'all that are, you know, spiritually inclined, well, I want I want y'all to pay very close attention to something I'm about to say. But Karma, let me read your comment because you said, let's chat again next week after you rest up after this procedure. A few things be prepared for. Um, so that often don't that they don't worry about speaking from experience. No problem. We can reconvene next week. Yes, that that's right. I'm taking away something with the yes, with a purpose. Absolutely. So look. The nurse grabs my arm. She takes me to my room. I'm in a whole separate area. Now, watch this. For those of you that are spiritually inclined, my room number was 34. Do with that what y'all may. Let me say that again. My room number was 34. Continuing. I put on my, my, my um, scrubs. My, the, you know, I take off you know, my scarf. You know, I get myself together. I'm on the bed. The, doc, the first doctor comes in very sweet lady. Um, she can tell I'm a little nervous. She can tell I'm a little scared, you know, but who ain't scared before a goddamn story? Like they about to, like this ain't no local thing. You get to be awake. They gonna put you to sleep. Okay. But she was kind enough to say, do I like lavender? Anyone that knows me knows I love the smell of lavender. Lavender is one of my favorite scents. I like lavender. I like eucalyptus. I like frankincense. I like cinnamon. Like I like earthy smells, which is why my sign is perfect. I'm an earth sign. Okay. I'm an earth, I'm an earth sign. So I love earthy smells. It makes me feel good. So she goes and grabs me these patches that you put on your um your surgical coat. And you know, it's 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 lavender. You peel the sticker off and you just smell nothing but lavender. And and in that moment, I'm praying, but I got real calm. I said, okay. So now you get the um, anesthesiologist that come in and they ask, you, you know, have you had any prior surgeries, blah, blah, blah. You have any sensitivity to anesthesia? Have you smoked in the past 48 hours? Have you drank alcohol in the past 48 hours? Do you have somebody to come pick you up? Um, do you know what side effects you may experience following this procedure? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. You know, whatever the question answer, I did it. OK, so then the surgeon comes in. 
Okay, my, the, the man is going to be doing my surgery. And he's going to he's going to discover something very intricate about me during the, the surgery. But he gets there and he tells me what we're going to be doing. You know what time the surgery is supposed to start. Um, they let me have a few moments of television and everything. So I'm just sitting there, you know, getting my mind right. I had my um, book of Psalms with me. I had um, hold on. Let me break down everything I had. So I had some affirmation cards. I had some divine blessing affirmation cards. I was reading through them. I had my book of Psalms with me. And, you know, I had my prayer. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of my sisters called to pray with me, you know, to let me know that the intentions was being set and that I was going to come out of this and be okay. We already had did the work we needed to do prior to all this to say that, listen, not only is not only am I going to be all right regardless, but I got some family. I got my ancestors going to be in that room with me and they going to make sure the, that the doctor's hand is guided. Okay. And let me tell you, had I not made certain decisions in regards to my spirituality, I know I would have not understood the depths of where this procedure was about to take me. Okay. So fast forward, my, my surgery was supposed to start around 1145 in the morning. Okay. They didn't start till 1202. And that's because the lady comes in. She says, Hey, sweetie, we just want to make sure the room is nice and clean for you. We're going to take you up and come and get you. Now she said it would be like 20 minutes, but um, it wasn't 20 minutes. She got me in 1202. Now she says, okay, we're going to let you use the bathroom. No, they then they put me on the elevator. Me and you, your mama, your cousin too. Y'all, let me tell you something. Why before they brought me upstairs, I said, damn, I feel like y'all treating me like Beyonce. Why when we get upstairs to the next floor, who's who's playing on the radio? Destiny's fucking child. And if you think I don't take a sign that it was Destiny's Child, not Beyonce by herself, but Destiny's Child was playing when I got upstairs and they had this, again, another thing of like aromatherapy in the room. I'm like, okay. Then this other really nice nurse comes up to me. As a matter of fact, she escorted me on the elevator and she got tattoos on her arm just like me, just like me. And she had this real pretty hard one. I'm like, I really need to get my tattoos colored in. But either way, you know, she grabs me and then she looks at me and I said, wow, I'm like, get tatted just like me. I said, this is going to be a pretty uh, easy, easy, breezy procedure, ain't it? And then she winked at me and said, it's all in divine timing. And I looked at her and I said, hashtag, if you know, you know, she winked at me again and laid my black ass on the table. Now I'm laying there and I'm looking at the ceiling. I say the last prayer. Right. They told me they was going to give me this sedative. I don't know what a sedative it was. But next thing I know, they said, how are you feeling? I said, I'm all right. I look at the IV. I start to feel the fluid go through the IV. So I already know they're about to drug my black ass. Let me tell you all something. Okay. It ain't easy to put me to sleep. It's not. It's not easy at all. As a matter of fact, they told me when I had my cesarean with my son, they said they gave me enough anesthesia to knock out a horse. Okay, so I'm not an easy person to put to sleep. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay awake as long as I can. No, not this time around. As soon as I seen a little thing, a liquor going, I said, oh, y'all done did. It. And I was just like, uh oh, like it just hit me. Right. Now, please keep in mind, my procedure was only supposed to be 30 minutes. Right. I wake up in my room, back in my room. It's like two something. Me thinking I'm waking up out of the, I was really about to say, aha, I woke up from the anesthesia. Like, no, you didn't. This, this, the surgery's over. The surgery took about two hours. Okay. Now, why would it take two hours? Not, my procedure only supposed to be 30 to 45 minutes. Here's what happened, y'all. I just told y'all for years, they had been misdiagnosing me and telling me I had this, that, and the third and giving me this birth control, these hormones, recommending this, that, and the third. Like all these people did all of this poking and prodding to me since I was a fucking teenager. 
But this doctor, as he's going in laparoscopically, guess what he finds? The one thing I said five years ago that I had, they told me I didn't. The doctor tells me that they found endometriosis and they had to remove it because he saw it when they put the camera through my belly button. So yeah, PSA, and I promise I'm going to be kind because I know management has changed at some of these healthcare facilities. I'm going to be nice, but some of y'all doctors didn't do their due diligence when it came to me. And y'all could have told me maybe five years ago that I was a, 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 a clear endo case, that I had endo. And y'all told me it was PCOS. Meanwhile, I'm describing the symptoms that I had. And granted, they do align with polycystic ovarian syndrome. But guess what? They really align with endo. So he starts to ask me, you know, about, you know, my, my time, you know, TOM things. Whatever. And I'm explaining to him. He said, um, is it painful? I'm like, very painful. I'm like, very bad. My dad says, I'm in pain. And it's like really bad, but I, I mask it really well. And I'm and let, and let me tell you, I'm not a person that likes to take pain medication. Like hell, when they prescribe me stuff after this surgery, I didn't go to the pharmacy and get my medication. I did not. I did not go to Walgreens. I didn't go to Doreen Reed. I didn't go to Rite Aid. I didn't go no motherfucking where. I went to my house. Now I did get some stuff, you know, from around the way, but I didn't go to. I didn't go to Walgreens. I didn't go to. I didn't go nowhere. I didn't do. Any, I went home. Okay, I went home. But he says, yeah, while we were operating, you know, you know, we had to remove your tubes, but we also remove the traces of endo. And but wait, there's more. They also remove cystic fluid and a cyst that was on my left ovary. Yeah, they did quite the workup on me. So I went in thinking I was only going to have one particular thing happen. But a whole lot ended up happening. And for the fact that they said that there were certain side effects I was supposed to have that just never came into fruition. Like this is the first time in life I've had surgery, been under full anesthesia and didn't puke. Like, can y'all believe that? I am 33 years old for the first time in my 33 years on earth. I did not throw up after anesthesia. But not only did I feel different in the sense of me knowing what was done, I also had a sense I knew that there were other things that were being done. I knew that when I came out of that sleep, there was a glimpse of something very promising that I saw. And even to this moment, I had told Blended Healing about this. It brought tears to my eyes knowing what I seen. And when you under anesthesia, you can't control. Oh, God, I'm about to start crying. <laughs> you can't control what you see in that state of mind. And when I came out of that, I just knew that God did something miraculous for me. Because this no longer wasn't about what I could not create, what I could not birth. And now boils down to what other seeds can be planted in me and what seeds that I can plant in the world. So this was no longer about what I can't do. It's now about what I'm going to motivate myself to do. 
It's about the fact that maybe I'm going to serve as an example to other women who may have to go through the same transition that I'm going through. Because while a part of me died, another part of me was being born. And that other part of me was knowing that despite the fact that I know that there's now something that I cannot do, there's a part of me that it's, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? But there's more that requires me to realize that I am still a woman. And while I may need, I may not be perfectly made, I may have this quote unquote imperfection, but I'm still valuable. I still have a purpose. And, you know, honestly, some people have surgeries and they don't make it out of surgery. You know what I'm saying? But I knew there were more hands on me than just the doctors that were operating. You see, because backtracking to the conversation of duality, I could have either made the decision to not have this done and not, you know, bring myself further towards healing because of fear. Or I can get this done and trust that I'm going to be okay at the end of this, that I'm going to be able to rise to this occasion and see the specifics of this journey being outlined for me. So I didn't lose anything. But I have all the more to gain because I'm, I can now bring life in other ways and other fashions. Anytime I, you know, if I say something encouraging, I'm giving birth to something. If I come up with a new idea, I'm giving birth to something. If I'm speaking truth, I'm, I'm giving birth to something. If I'm delivering a positive message, I'm giving birth to something. If I'm speaking life into myself, I'm giving birth to something. If I'm affirming my purpose in this life, I've done something. I'm, I've birthed something. When you're in the midst of moments where you're, you, you seem as if your light might be a little dim and you manage to still find a light at the end of that tunnel, you're giving birth to something. When you are still able, despite the fact like, hey, it may be a little painful when you walk, but you still can get certain things done, you're giving birth to something. When you still can do labor of love, you're giving birth to something. Even in the midst of your healing, when you can still, you know, try your best, you know, to uphold a certain standard and still work towards your goals and stuff, you're giving birth to something. So this wasn't a thing like, yeah, I'm knocked down. Like, yeah, I can't do very much right now. But I tell you what I can do. I can wake up tomorrow morning. If it be through God's grace, mercy and permission. I can continue to work on myself. I can continue to stay on this, this path that I'm on and knowing that the changes that I have to make, I don't, I don't have anything to lose. But I have everything to gain. And again, I'm going to reiterate this for the people and the haters in the back. Because I know y'all watching. I know y'all listening. I can feel you breathe. Even in being limited, that doesn't mean that the love that you are given is limited. It doesn't mean that the love I'm going to give myself is going to be limited. As a matter of fact, I'm even more thankful that this happened because if the idea is you're only a full woman, if you're cap only capable of doing, doing certain things, then it wouldn't be easy for people to just come, you know, into the world itself and try to idolize and make themselves look like us so bad. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know where I'm going with this, okay? Like here, I was divinely created. 
I know who I was when I came out of my mom's womb, okay? Fully aware. But I now know that there's other things that have to be done. I know there's other things that are going to be crafted, that other things are going to be developed. But when I say this has been the most smoothest surgical transition I have ever gone through, after giving birth to a whole kid, having a doctor fix my lazy eyeball. Shout out, listen, shout out anybody that had a lazy eye. I sure had one. I'm, I told you, the, the picture's somewhere on this channel, child. Um, and going through all I've gone through, this surgery, I have to say, has been the one that has given me the most relief because I know that it's building me towards something greater that eventually, you know, after the healing process and making sure that I'm fully, you know, taken care of and my energy is fully restored and I'm still, you know, praying each day to make it through each day and I'm taking care of myself holistically. I'm putting things in my body that are good for me. And, you know, I'm allowing positive energy to be in this space. And, you know, God is talking to me on a constant basis. And yes, every day may not be perfect. It may not be a sunny day all day, every day, but it made me appreciate the fact that I am still here. So even in my moment of duality, because even when you entrust your life to a doctor, you can either choose to let them operate on you and, and get you fixed up, you know, and work towards that healing that's necessary. Or you could just have this fear of doctors altogether because, you know, what maybe this person, you know, went through or whatever. But it's, it's, it's all about the decisions that you make. So in that moment, I chose light. I didn't choose fear. I didn't because at this point, it's like, listen, whatever they find, whatever they see, let them find it. Because I have a life I need to live. I have people that I adore and I love that I need to be here for. So whatever this is, whatever you need to find, whatever you need to remove, go ahead and do it. Now I'll tell y'all this. Yesterday was the first time I've been outside in a week. Very short walk, I promise. Listen, I wasn't on the subways and trains and buses. I took a short walk. And I'll tell you one thing. Feeling the sun on me, you know, after a week and after, you know, going through this process of the surgery and everything like that, I will say it was very refreshing to feel the sun on my skin. It was very refreshing to feel the sun on my skin. Like, I, like even when I first stepped out the door, you know, like for a moment, I said it quietly to myself. I was like, you know, God, I'm just thankful that, you know, I, I could feel the air, that I could feel the sun. Like the sun felt really warm. I don't know what it was. Yesterday, the sun felt really warm. But it wasn't like a warm, like sweltering hot or nothing like that. It was like a warmth, like the sun was like embracing me type of shit. And I, I don't know what that was, but it felt like I was being embraced by the goddamn sun. I'm like, there. See, you know, you know, I know the feeling when you see when you have all your teeth removed, you see, yes, indeed, only God. Yes. Yes. God doesn't do half a job. He does the entire job. Yeah, girl, let me keep you up there, Miss Tony, because he did. He, listen, he made a way the angels and the ancestors made a way that the whole job was done. And let me and let me tell you something. It's even more gratifying when you realize that you are not crazy. Because you got all these other people telling, oh, it's just this. Oh, it's just that. Just to find out it really was what you thought all along to know that you wasn't crazy and it wasn't in your head. That even for me was gratification. That for me was gratification. Know that I am not in any way crazy, losing my mind, losing like, like no, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't crazy.
And I was glad to know that I wasn't crazy. So not only did I receive, um, you know, not only did something get removed that, that needed to be for my overall health and my betterment, but the blessings outweighed the things that I lost. I gained confidence and grin. Don't get me wrong now. I'm going to tell you, y'all, I had a whole crying spell on Sunday after eating spaghetti, child. Well, after cooking spaghetti. And I knew that was because, you know, I'm, I was still trying to be the tough girl. You know what I'm saying? Because I've always been there. Like, anytime something's going, I try to be Miss Tough Girl. Try to be, you know, everything's fine. But, child, um, I made some spaghetti and I started crying. And I already knew for, and I already knew for one thing, because you know it was Father's Day. You know it was my first Father's Day without my father being here, and it was also because of the transition of you know what I had just been through six days before. I'm always the one that be trying to bounce back, bounce back, bounce back all the time. Like, like I had, I had a moment of weakness, and I was okay with it. Like that's another thing that I think that I, I learned. Like it was like I usually wait a long time to allow myself to be vulnerable, and. It happened sooner rather than later because it wasn't a cry of like mourning. It was more of like a, it was like more so, you know, dealing with some things of grief, but also, you know, releasing some things, you know, it was like relief knowing that this was done. Cause I watched plenty of videos of people like after they have these third, these, this particular surgery done, they'd be like, Oh, they cried at, like right after, or, you know, they were sad. Like everybody, everybody has different ranges of emotions when they go through this kind of surgery. So, you know, many of us that we know about to go through a surgery, you know, we pregame try to see like what, what may happen. But far as me, my cry was more so like, you know, still dealing with some things, you know, cause I'm, you know, still, I'm still grieving my dad. I'm gonna be real about it. But it was also like, you know, I just went through something that was a part of my transformation. It was a something that's a part of my growing. And don't think just because you're old or anything like that, that you stop evolving. There's no such thing as that. As long as there's breath being put in your body, there's room for you to evolve and to grow. And from what happened to me on June 12th, there's room for me to continue to grow. Because who knows? There may be a woman that hears this broadcast and I'll be like, you know, I have to go through the same procedure as you. Or somebody I know has to have the same procedure as you. I'm going to tell you what, what my experience was so you can know what to prepare for, what your healing experience might be like, okay? Which I should, I think you should probably do beforehand. But if you are in the right hands and you have the right physicians and the right team around you and you know that God, the Holy Trinity, the angels and your ancestors are going to be right there with you to walk you through that threshold to your new beginning, it's going to be more gratifying than it is scary. So in my duality, you know, I can say there's a lot of moments in life where, you know, I can say that I've been afraid. I can say that I've, you know, hesitated or didn't want to do certain things because, you know, you're, you're afraid of the unknown. Okay. A lot of us are afraid of the unknown. But when I chose to walk this path and tell you about what this spiritual journey meant for me since the beginning, since we've been talking about it on this segment that turned into a podcast, I can tell y'all this since I've done the work. Okay. And I'm still, I'm, let me make this very clear. The work never ends. I'm still doing the work. I'm still doing the evolving. I'm still doing the reading. Hell, put it on a t-shirt, sell it. 
but it's still continuous work. And, and being the fact that because it is continuous work, any stepping stone in any type of situation you go through that really tests your faith is going to magnify the entire understanding of duality. Because you're making a choice. You're making a choice to choose you. You're making a choice to make sure that you can facilitate something that means more to you than even the biggest amount of riches in this world. Me knowing who I am and centering myself from that lets me know that I am who I am and that God is going to lead the way. And all I got to do is just trust. So please, in the midst of y'all journey of dealing with your duality, whether it's during this season, if you're exiting this season, if you are entering a new season, if you are still stuck in a season, okay, there is room to make a choice and bring it all together. You don't have to stay in duality. You don't have to stay in the side. You can choose to do what's necessary to bring us all on a path of oneness. But you got to be willing to do the work. Speaking of which, <laughs> blended healing, girl. Some more of these lovely things you recommended done showed up to the house. It just came. You've, I've got mail. Shout out to Amazon.com for making a way. Okay. I'm so happy about this. How many came in here? Oh, this is nice. Anywho. So not only am I enjoying the fact that um and, and being thankful for the fact that these things have happened, I'm also thankful for the level of new levels of knowledge that I have acquired. I am learning about what self-care actually means. And I mean that in the sense of knowing what things that I want to take in and what things I want to do and how I want to, you know, govern and guide myself going forward that I really am officially in a, what the, and I don't care who judges me for saying this. I am in my soft girl era. I have no interest in trying to be hardened or in any shape or form or way, you know, be on that type of path. I very much am willing to feel and go through whatever this is, even during the challenges, the obstacles, because it's, it's very much been a journey. And the journey doesn't continue. So I'm very thankful. I'm going to express my deepest gratitude and humility in this moment, first and foremost, to God. To my angels and my ancestors, because honestly, had that day not come where I broke down and said that I wanted to be brand new and I wanted to embark on a journey that meant more to me than anything I've ever embarked on in life. I'm thankful that it got me to this point where I can appreciate even the smallest aspect of a surgery. Because where some people are like, you know, it's going to be in and out, like the real workings of what surgery represents is something that at this stage of the game was very gratifying. I want to thank, um, I already said my angels, and my, but I, I really want to thank my ancestors. I want to thank the loved ones that are watching over me and fulfilling me and still giving me the ability and the strength and the memories that I need in order to acknowledge where I'm going and to let me know that I am very much still loved. And despite, you know, how, you know, much 
turbulence may have been over long this course of this thing called life, that there is something that is greatly beautiful about the experiences that I've had in the positive sense. I'm very thankful to my family, my immediate family, my soul family, my sister circle. I'm appreciative to every single person that has played a significant role in supporting me along the course of this and not letting it be hard. And this might sound a little egotistical, but fuck it. I want to thank me. I want to thank me. Yes, I do. I want to thank me. Let me repeat that again. This might, this, if you may think it's egotistical, I don't. I want to thank me. Because that's not something that I actually knew how to do. I, well, I want to thank me. I want to thank me because not only have I managed to maintain a certain level of strength and determination through this process, but I have not wavered or folded nor have I lost faith, no matter how dark the night was or how much light in the day, there, how many storms passed me. I still stay dedicated, devoted and divinely blessed and favored. And I'm still true to my divine feminine. And I want to thank. Hold on. There's another thank you here. That's right. There's another thank. I want to thank every single person that has ever wished me any kind of negativity who has ever talked about me behind my back like a dog. I'm so glad for y'all because had it not been for y'all being who you are, being the succubus snakes that you are, I would not have realized that I needed to not only not cut the grass, but just get rid of it all together. So there's no grass in my garden. Yeah, there's no grass over here. And by the way, let me end it with this. Y'all know that saying when people say, devil, get thee behind me? No. Get your ass in front of me. I want to see you. I want to see you coming. I want to see you going. Don't hide behind me. Stand front row center. We waiting for you. And we will win. And we will emerge victorious. And not because I said so. But because God said it was possible. I also want to let y'all know of some Psalms. If any of you are having a hard time right now, I am passing these Psalms around like um, watchtowers, like from a Jehovah's Witness like communion crackers in church. I want to give y'all some Psalms today to take with you that you can utilize. If you are, if you are going through a health situation, if you are going through a time of difficulty, if you're going through a time of challenge, please note down these Psalms and use these to your advantage. And by all means, if you do not own a Bible, if you just want to focus on the Psalms, there is a book called, you know, the book of Psalms. You guys can order it on Amazon. Yes. Okay, but there are some Psalms I would like for you to note down if you are going through a state of difficulty. I would like for you to note down Psalm 62. I would like for you to note down Psalms 116. I would like for you to note down Psalms 143. I'll also like for you to note down Psalms 11. Do with that what you may. And I'm hoping that if you really need it, that it will help facilitate whatever healing it is that you are looking for, whatever positive breakthroughs you are seeking, breaking any chains that are meant to bind you. Because my goal with this show 
in this particular segment is that we all find a space and a place where we can truly look to each other for understanding and that we can lead by example. And if I have to lead by example and tell y'all what I've gone through so that you don't live your life in fear and think that your life is over simply because of certain circumstances in life, then God damn it, I'll lead the fucking way. Pass me the torch. And I don't have to hold the torch by myself. We can grab everybody can put their hand on this torch. We can walk towards that tunnel together. What about it? So on that note, this has been another episode of Dose of Awakening. I pray that this all has found you well and that you have learned something productive. And I thank every single last one of you that have come into this space in my journey and have joined me. I don't know how many episodes we're in now. I think we're about 10 or 11 episodes in. Okay. But it's only going to get better from here. I only have more information to bring you from here. And I do have an announcement that I'd like to break to you. And some of you may like it. Some of you may not like it. But at this point, I think that because of everything that I have endured and everything that I have experienced, I don't think I'm really in the headspace of really trying to be liked by anybody. Like, I'm not here to please anyone that is not really going to be supporting the growth and the evolution that is being televised, or shall I say, you know, recorded for the masses. Um, Dose of Awakening podcast has really become my second, like my, like my second kid, you know what I'm saying? In regards to something that I'm birthing and, and, you know, really giving birth to. And, um, I figured I would just tell y'all that there will be more attention focused towards this. There will be more episodes done towards this. And I will also be devoting more of my time to my Oracle practice because these are things that really not only bring me peace, but it's also brought me to a level in a position where people can not only see the hard work that I'm doing with myself, but you also get a glimpse into how devoted I am into this lane. It makes me feel comfort. It's given me purpose. Like, yes, I will still kiki with y'all about the foolishness and everything. But this is really something that is leading me in a direction of so much good. And it's getting so much good reception. There are people that are literally reaching out to me that y'all don't even see in this chat. And they're like, hey, I just heard uh, two of your episodes and you did a phenomenal job. And I'm like, like, it came down to it was one point when somebody wrote me. I said, well, thank you, girl. But who are you? Like, I've never seen you <laughs> I've never seen you before. Like, thank you. But like, how, how did you find me? So I don't know. Some of y'all been out here sharing my stuff behind the scenes. And, you know, people have been saying like, like I've, I've apparently been saying some things that make sense. So whatever y'all are doing, please keep doing it. Please share my show. So you don't have to post it publicly. You can share it. Don't tell nobody who, like, man, please share my links, please. You ain't got to do it out loud if you're scared. I know some of y'all afraid that you, because you deal with the likes of me, that they going to judge you, child. I don't give a damn. You don't have to share it out loud like that. You could just send it in a text message to your friend. You could, you know, send it in an email. You could, you know, post it on your Instagram. But please help us, help an alien out, okay? Help me out. Help me spread the word about this show, okay? Because this is really something that has brought me not only peace. I'm, I'm glad I get to go back and listen to these episodes sometimes because this, honestly, some episodes I've done of other segments, I don't go back and listen to it but for these i definitely do go back and i do listen i do figure out what things i want to tweak 
So yes, just just please share. I might ask y'all send it to all like million people. But hey, if you share and then they share with somebody else, and hey, we all we all can win something. Okay, great. Now, I appreciate all of y'all for joining me on this chapter in my journey. Okay. Where does my energy lie today? I can say that in regards to my energy, my energy is humble. I am grateful. I feel strong, even in the midst of all my challenges. I feel love. I feel support. I feel covered. I feel protected. I feel empowered. I feel properly enabled. I'm definitely still going through a transition. I'm still going through changes. And when I say that y'all about to see some stuff go down, <laughs> let's just say I'm going to be in rare form because I really like, I, I'm still the same me. I'm still sarcastic. I'm still petty. Okay. But I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm evolving. And I want to continue to focus on that, you know, even in the midst of, you know, difficulty. And for those of you that have been checking on me and avidly support me, I thank you. For those of you that are seeing me and you understand that this is not a facade, that this is really my life calling and, and the work that I want to put out there. I appreciate y'all to the core. I need y'all to do me another favor, though. In addition to y'all supporting me, can y'all please head over to Blended Healing's channel tomorrow because she is hosting a class. And I will be there for this class. I'm actually going to, um, I know she told me we're going to do the assignment together, but I am going to pre, I'm going to pre-script my homework assignment because I really will be there for this class tomorrow. So if y'all could please check out Blended Healing here on YouTube. She will be hosting a very special class tomorrow. Um, she's also doing a really good series on forgiveness. As a matter of fact, the series, the episode she did today, I shared it. It, oh Lord. Let's just say that was a very specific one that I needed because it's also another part of some shadow work that I'm doing in regards to forgiving a sibling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And for all y'all that know me, you know um, that um, that's that's something that will be done. Thy will will be done. But please check out Blended Healing's channel. Because we will be there for class tomorrow. And I, I can't wait to take this class and, you know, go through the steps. Okay, because even while I'm healing from one thing, there's also other things that I'm working on healing. So please check her out. Please um, look at my community tab. I shared her video today. Please get over there. Um, please check out my girl, Miss Parker, who was here earlier. Um, check her out, please. Um, she just did a segment over there. Um, Shout out to Miss Parker and, and her in her hearts and everything. Um, shout out to my girl Julia's denture journey. You know what I'm saying? Please, if y'all have any questions about you know your dental concerns or if you're a person that's struggling with dental care, needing you know some confirmation, um, information for either you or somebody you may love in regards to dentures, please make sure you guys are checking her out as well. Also, please make sure you are checking out my affiliates. Please make sure that you guys are using my affiliate links for Timu for Alien Outfitters and for Rare and Iconic LLC. Um, shout out to them. And also, um, thank you to all my members. Thank you to all my new listeners and viewers. I appreciate y'all, one and all. And let me just read y'all comments before we get out of here, because as soon as I'm done here, I'm downloading this, and this will be uploaded to my podcast channels. And if any of y'all want my links, um, hit me on the gram, and I'll send it to you. Um, Brown Sugar, you said it was great being here. Powerful words you shared with us. Much love to you. Thank you so much. My girl Moni, love it. Alien family, thank you so much. Yes, girl, thank you. Whatever y'all do 
do to support this this girl i'm glad um if y'all want to donate to the platform you can send me a cash app dollar sign tiara latrice show if you would like to donate um i appreciate you too miss tony i thank you for being here thank you so much for dropping the link my girl moni um blended healing thank you so much for being here yes let me read you this was very powerful salute and love to the chat thank you so much for being here i appreciate it um anybody else um my shout out to my girl karma miss delilah um the girl that knows how to draw a face like no other shoot salute to my girl delilah thank you so much for being here honey child you are a blessing thank you so much um miss parker i thank you for stopping the board here and, and being by my girl tender thank you so much my girl tender television nena i'm sorry i missed you earlier but when you know you when you talking through your soul you i wasn't really looking at the chat but i love you so much and thank you so much for being here strong and thank you for being here um amazingly beautiful d goddess i appreciate you queens for being i appreciate all the kings and queens that were here i appreciate you if i miss anybody i apologize but i'm about to get up out of here because i got some ramen to go fix and um miss blended i might be messaging you because i might need you to help me with some measurements mm-hmm. i need you to help me with some measurements girl because i'm trying to uh i'm trying to go to bed <laughs> a little bit early today. I'm trying to go to sleep. So I might need some measurements. Okay. But y'all have a great evening. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. Mrs. Parker Girl, it's okay. Catch the replay, Queen. Thank you for coming through anyway. Thank you. Listeners, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you came over here with me. Okay. So y'all enjoy the rest of your evening. I truly do wish blessings for you and your family. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for your love and your encouragement. Thank you for letting me even tell y'all my story because this was a very deep story. I was a little nervous to tell it, but I had to because this was... This is, this is me. This is what I went through. This is my life. And if my journey can help anybody else, especially my women, I, I want to do that. So y'all take care. Be blessed. Like, share, subscribe, and follow me on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And we are going to make it to that light at the end of the tunnel, one way or the other. I'll see y'all around. Be back soon. Love you. Be blessed. <laughs>